Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Antony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 130. In this episode, say it like it really is. This podcast is sponsored by WillowHire.com, the UK's leader in dust suppression equipment. Kick the dust into touch with our new, bigger and better all-in-one dust suppression units for hire. Call Willow on 01582 840045. I'm constantly frustrated by the lack of gender, sexual and racial diversity in the demolition industry. I'm annoyed that demolition training is hard to get in a timely fashion, that it's prohibitively expensive and that it's constantly changing, seemingly to extract yet more money from the working man. And I hate the fact that demolition is still seen by many as the poor relation to construction, when our health, safety and environmental standards make construction look amateurish. But by comparison, all of these things are just petty gripes and troublesome niggles, something for me to piss and moan about on Demolition News Radio when I have nothing better to do. Because the single greatest evil in the global demolition industry is that we continue to injure, maim and kill those working within the sector. And yet, it's a subject that we never speak about. It's a subject that's somehow taboo, off-limits, prohibited. The industry holds regular conferences and seminars across the globe to discuss the latest advances in training, to look at the latest developments in the field of equipment, and for contractors to brag to their peers about just how well they carried out a particular contract. Yet the subject of site accidents, and more specifically, site deaths, are continually swept under a large, industrial-sized carpet. The words site death are to the demolition industry what the name Macbeth is to the theatrical profession. No one dare say it out loud. Now, I kind of understand the reasoning behind this. If you're a magazine publisher hosting a demolition conference, you probably don't want someone putting a downer on an otherwise upbeat event by talking about the fact that someone died. If you're a trade association, you probably don't want to discuss an accident or fatality that might involve one of your members. If you're a senior person within the industry, you need to tread carefully lest you prejudice any investigation or subsequent prosecution. And if you're a contractor that has recently experienced an accident or fatality on one of your sites, you probably don't fancy sharing that information with your peers and, more importantly, your competitors. But I'm sorry... In the age of transparency, none of these is a valid excuse. Site deaths are a scourge, an industry evil, and evil prevails when good men fail to act. Condemnation is a bullshit word used predominantly by bullshit people in bullshit professions such as politics or the media. We condemn all forms of animal cruelty, or well done you for possessing a human soul. We condemn the use of chemical weapons, So you should. We condemn in the strongest possible terms the bombing of a hospital. I should bloody well hope so. However, in the event of a site accident or site fatality, condemnation is often the only weapon immediately available to us. And yet, it's a weapon that is seldom, if ever, deployed. Demolition News Radio. The independent voice of the global demolition industry. Deliberate or otherwise, there is a quiet and unspoken battle going on in the demolition sector over the use of the word voice. The National Federation of Demolition Contractors used to refer to itself as the global voice of demolition. Here at Demolition News, we demonstrated a stunning lack of originality by staking a claim for the independent voice of the global demolition industry. Not to be outdone, 
the NFDC then upped the stakes by changing its mantra to the most powerful voice in the demolition industry. You can make of that petty point scoring what you will, but what is the point of having any kind of global, independent or powerful voice if you don't say anything? How can you claim to speak about or for an industry when you are afraid to call it out for its worst crime? The primary function of the NFDC here in the UK is to represent and meet the needs of its members. I understand that. I respect that. Likewise, the National Demolition Association in the US is required to put the needs of its members first. The European Demolition Association does the same across Europe. Demolition News is bound by no such conventions, requirements and dictates. We have a voice and we have an audience. The time has come to use it, so here goes. Demolition News condemns in the strongest possible terms the cause of the accident in Miami, Florida that resulted in the death of Allied Beam Project Manager Samuel Landis. It will be for the police and the authorities to ultimately appoint blame and to act accordingly should a subsequent prosecution be forthcoming. But Demolition News denounces any aspect of the planning, risk assessment and methodology that is found to have played even a tiny part in this tragic, untimely and wholly avoidable death. We denounce any client that places cost over competence, that lets a contract based on price rather than on safety, that places a desire for profit above the protection of demolition workers. We denounce demolition contractors that knowingly or otherwise place their workers at risk through poor planning, by cutting corners or by failing to adhere to approved work practices. And we denounce any demolition workers that have seen or encountered unsafe practices but who chose not to act, who chose to keep quiet, putting themselves and others at risk. Even as I'm saying this, I know it sounds corny and trite. I realise that my words will fall largely upon deaf ears, that they will be of no comfort or solace to Samuel Landis's family, friends and colleagues, that they won't bring Samuel Landis back, and that they will not prevent another demolition accident or demolition death. But as I said earlier, site deaths are an industry-wide evil, and the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is that good men do nothing. So I'm calling upon all the good men and women in the global demolition industry to join me in condemning the cause of the accident that claimed Samuel Landis's life. To condemn the cause of any demolition accident that has killed, maimed or injured in the past. And to condemn the cause of any demolition accident that might occur in the future. The time has come to say it like it really is. Saying nothing is no longer an option. Silence is complicity. Thanks for listening. Oh.